0: You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of stars and influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. Hey, hey, hey now.
1: It's Friday, so it must be a new episode of Black Hollywood Live next. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Thomas, at McScoop, on Twitter, Facebook, Periscope, Instagram. Hit me up. I want to know what you think. And Courtney can't be here today, but we have this lovely, (laughs) handsome gentleman right here. We've got the one and only Justin Hart. What's up, Justin? How you guys doing?
2: What's up? Where
1: can we find you on Twitter?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Hart.
1: And you know, as always, we have amazing guests on this show. Today is no different. She's beautiful. She's stunning. Yes. She is so talented, and I want to know how she does all these accents. Give it up for the one and only Toast Ola Gondwey. Yes. I can't do this. I'm it's so bad. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm oh, good. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful. You can catch her every Monday on Castle from t- at 10, central. Okay, so Tokes, let's talk about you because you're you're so talented.
3: I listen to
1: your reel. You can do every accent that's ever been made.
3: Not every accent,
1: (laughs) a lot of them.
3: Yeah. Okay, so let's play a game.
1: Oh no. It's a fun game. Oh god. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We are going to ask you something, a statement, and you just reply with whatever comes to your head first. Okay? Okay.
3: You ready? Your favorite food. Edible.
2: Favorite book?
3: Oh, um, it's a tie between The Handmaid's Tale and um, Alice in Wonderland. Okay, mm-hmm. and your favorite band? The, uh, it's a tie between The Who and Pearl Jam. Okay.
2: Hmm, what about the last thing you knit? The,
3: ha- the last thing I knit was a um, scarf, I think, or a hat. Ah, swimming or skiing. Swimming. So, well, um, I was a swimmer, but I'm also half Norwegian, so I enjoy cross-country skiing. <laughs> I'm doing a terrible job so I'm not picking anything, am I?
2: Are horseback riding or squash?
3: Again, I can do both. Um
1: <laughs> got to pick one. You're on an island. You can only do one for the rest um, of your life.
3: Oh, I like them both. Um, for the rest of my life. <laughs> we just well, Horseback the riding, I guess, because I love horses. Okay. okay. It's a company. Ebo or Yoruba? Yoruba, I'm Yoruba now. Okay. Olagbade is my name. <laughs> Why? Why would you even ask me that question?
2: Hmm. <laughs> Alright, say this line with a Nigerian accent. Oh I'm so happy to be here.
3: I'm so happy to be here. Okay, now say it in a New York accent. What well, kind? I'm so happy to be here. I'll give you what Jewish <laughs> There you go. So happy.
2: Alright, say it in a Russian accent.
3: I am so happy to be here.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> say Good. it in an Indian accent. Why you want me to do all these accents? I'm so happy to be here. <laughs>
2: I love it. <laughs> Saying in a French accent.
3: Alors, c'est... <laughs> how does did... that uh, I am so very happy to be here. Oh my right. god! Okay, so
1: how did you learn all of these accents? I don't
3: know. Did you? I, I did grew you up with... around a lot of different yeah. people from different places, and my parents are, you know, from different places. And I went to the American school in Nigeria. It was really international. There's a lot of people there, and there's, I don't know. I don't know how. I really don't.
1: I, I have no idea <laughs> what's your so you never went to class to learn how to okay, mm-hmm. so what's your favorite accent to do?
3: Um, what's the
1: most fun for you?
3: Most fun. I don't know. it depends on what I'm doing. I love doing an Indian accent. Um, I love doing a Russian accent. um I. I love doing a valley girl accent because he doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I like accents. When you when you go
1: back home to Nigeria, yeah. does does the Nigerian accent just come out fully? It does. Oh.
3: I don't have a very heavy, heavy, heavy Nigerian accent, but it does definitely get more. Even not even when I just go home. Like if I'm, my dad has a place in New York and. You know, if he and my stepmom are there and I'm with my siblings, you know, I get a little bit more, you know. And then my mum, even though she's Norwegian, lived in Nigeria for 40 years. She's a Nigerian citizen. So sometimes, wow. if we're talking about home, mm-hmm. yeah, we can get a bit. Yeah, she's her accent gets really Nigerian. But, I love it. Yeah. I'm from
1: Kentucky, so when I get yeah. around Southern people, oh, it yeah. just comes. you're like, oh, that's you have a strong. thick Yeah, I lived in, in Atlanta for, for three
3: and a half months, okay. and by the time I got back to New York, I was talking <laughs> like this, and people were like, what are you doing? Like y'all are said crazy style, but I love this I love this okay
1: let's talk about a couple things going on in the world right now. Let's talk about some casting news mm-hmm. more like who is not hiring anybody if she does have a show and then who you should hire if you're looking for someone who's hilarious. Um, let's talk about Raven Simone. she yes. said on the view that she would not hire anybody with a ghetto name. Um, and she used the name Water Melandria. She said, if you have a name like that, I'm not hiring you. And, of course, she, since, um, she's apologized for it. She said that that probably was not the smartest thing to say. Yes. Um, because, obviously, your name doesn't determine how well you can do things. But her co-star on The Cosby Show, which is Keisha Knight Pulliam, also said that, well, I guess she wouldn't hire me because my name's Keisha, but... You know, but is sometimes. that a
3: ghetto? What, what constitutes a ghetto name? I think right, yeah. if something that's rare and something that is mm. probably. But doesn't that depend on location? Because exactly. my name is rare here, but at home it's very popular. See, exactly. But also, yeah. so are we talking about like real names, like historical names? Like my name is a real Nigerian name or mm-hmm. like. Megan is like a real, like, what is it originally Greek, but that's now it's really known as an Irish name. Right. So what is Raven? And uh, exactly. And so I think that's what some <laughs> well, of the... I'm exactly, yeah. just wondering. <laughs> that's what I'm, so, I'm really asking. I'm not being facetious. No, no, no. See, yes, so that's
1: that's one of the things that people were saying, like, well, what about your name? Your name's yeah. not necessarily the most traditional American name. Mm-hmm. It's Raven. Like, you know, it's not Jenny. It's not Becky. It's right. a little different. So I might not hire you because of the Raven name. So she she's had a lot of backlash. She's apologized yeah. for it obviously but um that brings a real question you know has anyone ever been discriminated against their name i i haven't my name is megan thomas um i mean
3: i've been told to change my name many 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 times and i refuse to do it i mean my married last name is much easier now it's quinn but Mm -hmm. that's not my professional name it's not my name professionally Mm -hmm. you know so i would never, and right. no one can say it, and I don't expect anyone to say right. it. So, like I said to you, just get the letters in the right order, and we'll yeah. be fine. Right? Um, I I don't know. That's a weird. I don't know. It's so a weird thing. How do you, how to how do you say. deal
2: with those people? Like you know, people that try to like, I guess, Americanize your name or make it sound more American.
3: Um, I think. F- what people have said is that they just want it to be easier because yeah. my last name is difficult to remember. And what I always say is, listen, if I'm working enough that I'm that girl from that show, then I'll be that girl from that show. That's fine. Right? Right, right, right. You know, that's right. Oak's girl. Sure. No problem. It's
1: OK. Yeah. And that has definitely not stopped you, honey, because we <laughs> see you everywhere. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about what's new in music. Demi Lovato has a new song. We want you to hear this and see what you guys think about this. Alright, so it's gonna be a second here. We have a little issues, but it's called confident. Um Demi Lovato's stepping out on the edge a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's doing things, trying to be a little cuter with things, so I like it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Alexis, we good with that? There we
3: go. What do you guys think? Is this something you'd rock in your car? Oh. I, I don't mind it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't listen to a lot of like popular, popular, popular music. Right. So I... What makes you dance? What What music? When you hear it, you're like, yes, this is it. Like Motown yes yeah. like you know like good See, that's my old, era. I love old school music.
2: yeah like yeah.
3: or like a lot of 80s music too that's just really fun and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and anything by beyonce probably <laughs> 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 of course, that woman can make you, you dance right you can't yeah. stand still when you hear beyonce yeah. all right let's talk about the next big thing justin what do we have
1: coming up
2: are you guys ready for the next big thing what is it all right so before i even <laughs> introduce it i just want to ask you guys your opinion on this what is the single most annoying thing that you guys hate when it comes to your phone Oh,
1: um, <laughs> that I need it so much, like I don't want to need it as much as I do, I okay. use it for, everything.
3: Mine is you? old, it just freezes a lot, I just want it, it to work, I just want it to work.
2: <laughs> Interesting, I'm surprised that you guys didn't say space, because as, as I was doing oh. research, I came across yes. a lot of articles okay. that stated that um, one of the biggest issues with cell phone users is um, the lack of space in their phones. So luckily I came across two new apps that's basically gonna help you guys create space in your phone so you can keep, you know, just some of those, you know, memorable moments, some, ah. some of those photos and some of the, some of the music and the videos that, you know, you looked up and created. So um, one of the apps I came across is the Ice Cream app. And okay. this app was created by um, an MIT graduate. His name is George Bukowski. And the reason why he came up with this app is because um, during a special moment in his life, he dealt with the whole, oh, your storage is full. So, as he was taking a picture of, um, he, was his, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> he was proposing to his fiance. So, it was proposing to his fiance, he was trying to capture the photo no. on his phone. Cannot yes, he was. take
1: photo. I've gotten as, that so many times. Yes,
2: as soon as he uh, <laughs> tried to uh, capture the photo, the uh, box storage is full. Popped up, so you can only oh. really imagine, you know, just how frustrating that is when you're trying to capture something that's so, you know, beautiful and so heartfelt as a proposal that you have to deal with the lack of space that's in your phone.
3: I would be mad. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> really? The first thing I did after we got engaged was take a selfie of us. So yeah, right. yeah.
2: <laughs> so just imagine you're trying to, you know, you're so in the upset. mood, you're in the moment, you're happy, and you're trying to take that selfie and. You know, it just pops up that it's right. cool. Right. You have to go right. back so and see which one you want right. <laughs> to take the picture.
1: And so, wait, wait, what does this app do?
2: It makes more yeah. space on your phone? Yeah, basically, it makes more space on your phone. So, um, base- what, what you can do is when you download the app, it comes with a default camera. So, you use that camera instead of your um, regular camera that comes with your oh. phone. You use that camera to, you know, take pictures, to create videos. And what it does is stores all the photos and videos within that app. So, it kind of has like a cloud. It's similar to iCloud, but it's oh. way better. So, it stores okay. it.
3: Do not take naked pictures.
2: I know right. Uh, you know, you can't take naked pictures and maybe store it in that specific. <laughs> right, right, right. right, right. App. But no, you store it um within that app and um basically it gives you an option, um, like if when the app becomes extremely full and you can't, you know, take any more pictures okay. You have the um option to, you know, free up your iPhone space.
1: Okay, what about the other app?
2: What's the what's the name of the other one? The other app is called Room for More. So this is a little bit different because it's kinda like you're still paying well, it's not you you are paying for um to 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 create you know more space on your phone but it's like six it's like 15 cents per gigabyte or whatever it only charges you for the amount of storage you're using okay so
1: wait what's so what's the two names so the ice cream app and
2: then what's the other one it's the ice cream app and and it's called the room for more app
1: oh see we're telling you guys about all these new new state things this is awesome i gotta get this like asap right now all right let's talk about you tokes so i know you're born in nigeria you Mm -hmm. went to school in boston right no, Massachusetts. Yes, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. You moved to New York. You've lived everywhere. How yeah. has this changed and shaped who you are today?
3: I don't know. People ask me that question all the time. I was like, "What is it like growing up in Nigeria?" I'm like, "I don't know." What was it like growing up where you grew up? <laughs> I don't know. It's um, like you grow up where you grow up and how you grow up, and so it's mm-hmm. really diff. It's your experience, right, and it's right. it's all you know. So it's mm-hmm. like really difficult to tell anybody else how it's so different. Um. I don't know. I guess um, the way that I grew up, because I travelled so much and I was with a really international group mm-hmm. of people, um, and my mum is Norwegian, my dad is Nigerian, they were tough on me when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Um, I think that I'm I'm adaptable. I'm e- I adapt very easily to things, and I'm a hard worker, and I don't expect things to be easy. Right. So. Okay, I'm biracial too. What is in
1: this country? You know, there's a lot of discrimination. You know, it's not as bad as it was back in the day, but there's still discrimination. And being a biracial child, did you ever feel any discrimination in Nigeria, or what
3: is the atmosphere like there? No, I didn't. I mean, they they, there's a lot of teasing, Um, and I actually used this the term teasing on my Instagram yesterday when I was talking about bullying and this was real teasing it wasn't the teasing that they back in my day when you were bullied it was called teasing and it still was bullying Mm -hmm. but no this is like genuine like good-natured teasing okay um there's a, a song that they sing um means like it really means foreigner but you use it for white people and it's a song, Uibo Pepe, liki, liki Pepe. So it's white pepper instead of black pepper. Oh. So they sing that because in Nigeria, if you're half white, you're considered white. Okay. So like you're made fun. Wow. Well, whatever <laughs> the minority is, you're considered right, that, right. right? So like you're considered, yeah. So it's like. That is so opposite. I mean, that
1: makes sense because that's what it is in America. But it's like, oh, now you're the minority. Yeah, so you're America considered Europe. Oibu.
3: Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so but crazy. it's teasing. It's not, right, right, it was right, never right. malicious, ever, ever. Okay. Um, and, um, yeah i i don't i don't know i i i would have to, i mean if i'm being honest very very honest i would have to say that i feel like in this country the people who have had the most issue with me being biracial have been african-americans mm-hmm. so you know i find that really odd but right. that's what i have come up against okay. um but it's never really it doesn't bother me like if you have yeah. an issue with me we're not gonna be friends it's really that simple mm-hmm. you know
2: like, right, right, right. <laughs> well, so you were, you know, born and raised in Nigeria, and you all just recently celebrated fifty-five years of independence on yes. October first. So, are there any family traditions that take place in honor of this holiday?
3: No, we all just pray that whoever is president at the time is going <laughs> to do something good for our country. Um, right. And we have a president now who was president before, and yeah. um, uh, he was a military leader before, but um, he's he's a ve- he's 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 really. Uh, He's a hard ass, I'll put it that way. <laughs> right, right, but he gets, right, right. he tends to get things done. So we're very hopeful, you know, we're yeah. very hopeful that there'll be less corruption and he'll actually do stuff for the people of the country and not mm-hmm. just the people who can grab money.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so your dad was a banker, your mom, fashion designer. Mm-hmm. What advice did they have for you when you told them, I
3: wanna be an actress? No,
1: <laughs> that was their advice, no,
2: don't No, do really, it. no, right. like I was
3: not allowed to wow. do it. Wow. Um, I started in high school just doing plays. I mm-hmm. took it at baccalaureate level, which is like taking it at college level because we had a really good um, program for it where I went to high school in England. Um, and then I was going to go study it in college and my dad said, no, you're allowed. Right. And so under the radar, I took some classes and I got into the main stage show and I was like, I have to do this forever. And I put together a a program for myself of how I was gonna, you know, transfer to a more affordable university and like, you know, work my way through it. And I called him and I said, I have switched my major from pre-law to theater. And he said, okay. I said, what? (laughs) 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 Yeah, and he was like, listen, you know, you've always worked very hard, just work very hard at it. You've, you know, almost done a year of university now, you know what you want to do. As long as you do your best, that's fine. And I was like, oh. Okay. Yay. <laughs> well, so.
2: speaking of you know theater, you um starred in off Broadway production "St. Lucy's Eyes" with oh, yeah. the legendary yes. <laughs> Ruby Dee. Yes. So, how was that starring? Like you know, just being in that production with her.
3: Um, it's so funny because uh, we were talking about Miss D earlier, and I'm actually getting very emotional because yeah. we lost her a couple of years ago. But um, oh, Miss D was. Just one of the most amazing people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Never mind worked yeah. with, but yeah. met. Um, I she was who I worked with in Atlanta when I lived there for those several months. We did the show three different times um, okay. together, and um, I've never met a more um, gracious human being yeah. ever. She had this way of making everyone feel important, so you never felt small, yeah, you yeah. know. And she just oh, excuse me, everybody. <laughs> she just was a, a really. Um, amazing person and I learnt how to sit in a scene from her right you know how to but, really yeah. just be in it be yeah. aware listen and touch yeah and be present and make it real for yourself so that other people will want to watch you and I'll never forget that what she said I used to really rush I still do I talk very fast <laughs> anyone who watches Castle knows <laughs> um, I, I talk very quickly and she would always say honey take a breath they'll wait for you the audience right. she met and I was just like oh I was kind of like well they'll wait for you I don't know if they'll wait for <laughs> but yeah she's incredible
1: and so yeah. I mean I remember the, the last time you were on this show you said you were single and you were like you were just gonna wait until yeah. you got that Ruby D and that Aussie Davis love. Yes. And you just got married. Yeah, I did. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yay. So I know you, you met your husband on Twitter. I did. How did you know he wasn't like a crazy stalker? I didn't. <laughs> he is a
3: crazy stalker. I just happened to marry him. He's absolutely my stalker. I just love him is the only difference. Um, and he's ever, not going to harm me in any right, way.
1: Right. Was it ever weird? Like, I just met this stranger on Twitter. It never and,
3: felt weird, actually. Mm-hmm. And before I met him, I was quite sure that he was my guy but at the same time I was like that's insane you've never even met this guy you don't know what he looks like and he's my guy how did you know like just just you You know they tell you you'll know right it's and it's not even like I don't even think it's a chemical thing Uh like I mean it is I was concerned I really liked him and I was concerned we talked a lot on the phone we'd been talking for months and months and I was really concerned when I was going to meet him that we weren't going to have any chemistry Uh uh-huh and we have very good chemistry, so it's fine. Aww. But um, yeah, I just knew, I always knew. I always knew, mm-hmm. yeah, I love my dude. It. So it's, it's so like, oh, Ossie Davis and Ruby D. Yeah, yeah, and I've been engaged before. I've been proposed too many times, sorry guys. <laughs> and um, Yeah, and I it just never felt right. And I was just gonna do it so I could get it over and done with and uh-huh. have my kids. And then I was like, oh, but you only get to live one time and right. yeah. Waited for the right guy. Yay!
1: Right. I love this. See, don't don't discount Twitter love, you
3: know. And I know don't results. settle. Don't settle. Right. It's better to be alone right. than to be with the wrong person.
2: Kind of hesitant so about the social media, you know, finding love on online. I was, you know, I, I'm not for sure if it's for me. I, I tried to do it before, but you know, it go just didn't for work it. Out. You know? I mean,
3: I'm not going <laughs> to say that it's going to work for everyone because yeah. your person might not be there. But yeah. you know, I I would, and but also be safe. Yeah. You know, we we talked for a really long time beforehand Mm -hmm. and we went on a date in public first, you know, like, and we took it very, very slowly. So, you know, be be smart, tell people where you are and who you're with and, you know. Did you do the
1: whole research on him? Like, let me look online and see if there's anything. okay. No, I didn't. Did you look on his feed or anything?
3: I mean, I was following him on Twitter, so, but no, I never, I didn't do any online stalking of any kind <laughs> so whereas he did a background okay. check on me
1: <laughs> did he really mm-hmm. oh just to make sure you didn't kill anyone in your past i guess he no was just curious
3: yeah he was like do you mind i was like i do oh that's so funny <laughs> all right
1: uh let's talk about you and some of your acting so you were on abc's the neighbors mm-hmm. it started in 2012 and you played i loved you in this role you played <laughs> jackie Joyner Kersey. yeah uh, did you ever meet her no
3: no i think they did try to get her on the show but it just never happened they tried to get her in Larry Bird and right. um, Larry Bird would have done it, but apparently he doesn't like to fly. Oh, so that's weird. Yeah. Okay.
1: Now, so, what was the the most fun thing about being on the show?
3: Oh my God, everything was fun. We got to do like the craziest things. Um, I would have to say the most fun thing about it was the fact that the producers and the writers paid attention to what we could do. Okay. And they didn't have like this grand plan that they were going to stick with no matter what. They right. really paid attention to how things were going and what what we were doing and what we were really good at and they they worked around that and so we were we did musical episodes right. we did you know i got to do all sorts of things where i was you know recreating things from other films and stuff like uh-huh. that and you know it was it was so much fun. We got to play so much on that show. Great, every oh, second. Nice.
1: As well. Love that show. It's yeah. great.
2: <laughs> well, you're now playing <laughs> Haley Shipton on ABC's Castle. Yes. So just tell us how you know. How did you? Okay, we know you auditioned for the role, and you were very. You wasn't uh, fully sure if you want to receive that part. So you know, tell me about that.
3: Oh no that that no there were there there were a couple of things this pilot season that I was like, mm. yeah, but no, that was not one of them, okay, no okay. no, 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 i I was very, very, very excited at the prospect of being on Castle, but initially, yeah. it was like, you know, you just want a job, you know, mm-hmm. there were only um there were very few things I auditioned for that I was like, I don't know if I want this, and there were three things that I said no to auditioning for, um because I just was like i I couldn't possibly ever enjoy this, so I'm not gonna yeah. do it, but um. You know, that's a luxury that most actors don't have, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend you just being like, no, I don't want to do it. Like, if you want to be an actor, you got to work and do whatever right, you can right. do. But, um, no, I'd never watched the show, but I knew it was very popular. And i that's not true. I'd watched two episodes of the show because my friend Valerie Aslin was on, okay. so I watched her. Um, and I knew that, like, everyone else I kn- knew had been on it. Tim Joe who's on The Neighbors. I mean, like, everyone's been on it. And, um I knew it was a popular show, and I knew it was a good show, um, and I was definitely excited to be on a show that was already doing well and Mm, to be back at ABC. I did not think I was going to get it, though. Why? Um, It was originally written for a Latina. Um, There were mostly Latinas there. And then, um, and I'm not saying I'm not an attractive girl. I know I'm an attractive girl, but then there were, like, supermodel looking, you know, those yeah. supermodel looking girls that they just put on camera cause why wouldn't you want to look at them even if they can act or not who <laughs> cares, you know? And I was just like, I don't, you know, and I don't think I'm, I'm a little quirky, you yeah. know? And I was like, I I didn't realize that Castle was such a quirky show. So I was like, uh, I don't think I'm gonna get it. And when I did get it, I, um, I was surprised. I was really, really surprised that I got it. And then I, started to realize exactly how popular it was uh-huh. I knew it was popular i didn't know popular and um i started to panic a little bit
1: like oh <laughs> wow yeah. yeah and is that why the reason um because i know originally the character's name was Haley vargas did they change yeah. it because mm-hmm.
3: look at you changing characters names toks listen <laughs> i have to tell you that most of the jobs i've ever booked were not written for black women so you know that's just, that's awesome.
1: How does it feel going into a room and you're the only one that looks like you? Great. Is it ever scary or is it more? No,
3: it's not scary. When I walk into a room and they have a type, uh-huh. I'm never going to get it because they, I'm not at a type. Right. Right. I might like be the same this, that, the other looks wise, but that's not what you... So when I walk into a room and we all look similar, I'm not going to get it. When I walk into a room and people look different, Uh I know I've got a chance. Because that's when they're looking for something that's a little bit different, that's going to fit in. They're really looking for for the energy of it. They're looking for someone who's talented. They're looking for, you know, so even if I don't get something like that, I'm just happy to be in the running mm-hmm. because I'm like, ah, they see that I, that I do something
2: different. Great, right. Right. you know,
3: but I'm a quirky girl, you know, so if it's, if you're bringing me in because you want a certain look, yeah. I know I'm not gonna get it. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, I know we're still getting to know your character and the background of your character, but do you think um, Haley's gonna be involved in the love triangle? No. You don't think so? There's no no. Way. So there's
1: no love. Cause we're gonna see Haley in love.
2: Yeah.
3: Why? <laughs> no, seriously, people have asked that a lot and I'm like, yeah. why, it, I do find it a little irksome actually. And I don't, I never, if you had ever asked me this before I was on the show would have thought that I would find it so irksome, uh-huh. but I do, because I'm like, why bring a woman onto a show just to make her a love interest? Why would you do that? Like, why can't she just be a badass? Like, why can't she just go and solve- <laughs> No, a badass with love. Why? <laughs> It's not about love. It's not, it's not, but I think It's not a soap opera. Because it, I think it makes, and the reason
1: why I think because I love mm-hmm. Castle, because it adds something different, because like you said, it's not a show about love. It's not supposed mm-hmm. to be- But you've be already about got that.
3: Casket. You you've got you the two do. lead ones and that's enough love. Like that's true love in every shape and form. It's enough love. You got all the love in the world there. Uh, you know, Haley's character, she loves what she does. And right, I really right. don't think she's got time. I just don't No. That's true. That's I really true. just think she's like, yeah, you're cute. Whatever. I've got stuff to do, Bye. I just she's interested. I, I don't know. It.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. And if you guys have any questions for us, make hmm. sure you use the hashtag BHL next. We want to see your comments. We want to know what you guys think as well. Yes. Uh so I know you're a paleo pescatarian.
3: I was a paleo pescatarian. So what are you now? God, what am I now? Uh
1: Everything minus what?
3: Oh, I don't eat dairy. I don't eat red meat. I don't do sugar. I don't do preservatives. I don't do food coloring. I don't do stuff that's bad for you.
1: Have you always been this health conscious or is this something that has happened over your
3: life? I mean, growing up in Nigeria, you're making everything from scratch. So that was my childhood. And when I was growing up, we didn't have dairy products and we didn't have Mm. a lot of wheat products either. We didn't have like bread and stuff. There was like a shortage. Mm -hmm. So um, I grew up largely without dairy and without wheat and stuff, I don't do gluten. Um, So it has been easier for me to give things up probably than other people. Um, Dairy was difficult because even though I didn't grow up within Nigeria, I'm half Norwegian, we would go to Norway. I do like my cheese, but I (laughs) haven't eaten dairy in 10 years. um, And I do miss it, but I'm a... lot better off for giving it up
2: right Right. right. so so did you find it hard giving up red meat because i'm trying to do that but being from the south it's no i think
3: i think that that is very um i think it's a blood type thing i've not studied it or whatever but i just know that some people really love red meat and Mm -hmm. i do know a lot of people who really don't and i was i enjoyed it when i was very little and then i just started to get put off by it. it might have a lot to do also with the fact that we would get livestock given to us for christmas and stuff mm-hmm. and i would make friends with the animals and then they get slaughtered in the backyard and i was uh, like oh, oh my wow. god you know <laughs> and so um i by the time i was 16 i was red meat oh wow yeah that was wow. the first thing that i went off of okay yeah
1: that's awesome it, well and especially like because there's so many things in meat nowadays
3: yes yes you know. yes i mean not where i grew up but here. There's an awful lot of icky stuff in meat.
1: Yeah. 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 Do you ever find it hard? Like, do you ever go, Oh my gosh, I just want to taste this cupcake. And then do you, or you're like, no, forget it.
3: Yes, I do. Every now and then I will like, you know, I mean, you only one time, right? Right. Um, (laughs) every now and then I will give in and, but there's some really great stuff out there too Mm, that actually tastes really good. Um, it's more expensive. So it's, you know, but, um, it's, it's it's a bit of a struggle, but. You know, it, it 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 makes you healthier. I'm just saying. Um, I'm 40, so like, you know, you, it. You it, definitely.
1: You look it, maybe 20. It
3: okay. maybe 29.
1: No, but maybe, like it, that's it. It
3: does. There are benefits, you yeah, know, yeah. and so it's, you know, I I do recommend that if you can, you probably should. What's your favorite dish to cook? I like to cook a lot. I don't ever really cook the same thing twice. I oh. cook with whatever I have or whatever I feel like eating or something mm-hmm, that we've yeah. just had in a restaurant. But, you know, right. I'm pretty good at figuring things out. Um, yeah, I make a really, really good mac and cheese though, but I can't oh, eat man. it because it has three different cheeses in it and I put bacon in it. Oh, so I can't cheese. eat my own mac and cheese. But
1: it smells, <laughs>
3: so you know, you can smell it. And yeah, I, yeah, I cook like that too. And I'm like, I <laughs> it
1: tastes taste like this, but I can't eat it.
2: Taste, I can just yeah. taste it with my smell yeah. buds. Yeah, just <laughs> mac and cheese. So you're also a writer.
3: Mm, hmm? I would say that I write.
2: Okay, so what's some of the favorite, some of your favorite things you like to write?
3: I like to write comedy. I like to write, um, I have a show on YouTube called Callbacks that I wrote, um, which is like very dark humor. Mm -hmm. I like to write that kind of stuff. I wrote a lot of poetry about the slaughtered animals. (laughs) I wrote a lot of poetry when I was a kid. And then by the time I got to college, that whole thing was just killed for me. You know, you take classes and everyone's Mm -hmm. like dissecting your poetry and I could see the imagery and you meant this. And I was just always the girl was like, I just wrote it. I don't really know what I was trying (laughs) to say. It just came out of me. I could never really explain what I was saying. Um, And um, I did study, I studied a lot of writing in in school and I studied um, writing for the theater. But my writing was really weird and people didn't really get it. My professors always loved it, but people in the class would be like, I'm so confused, this is so weird. And I'd be like, yep, <laughs> that's me. So I'd things that are a little bit odd. I think that's the Norwegian side of me,
2: <laughs> darker. So have you wrote a poem for your husband yet? No. <sighs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> no, that's not gonna happen.
2: It's not gonna happen. <laughs> I cook
3: for him, that's my poetry. Ah, that's so sweet. That's nice. Such love. And I do his laundry. Oh, yes, that's important. <laughs>
1: And I know um, you said that you moved to LA for acting and one of the people that helped you with that was Bethany Frankel.
3: She didn't help me. I didn't know her. <laughs> um, I wish I had known her. I love Bethany Frankel so much. Yeah. Um, no, I, um, I was very inspired by her. Okay. And I um, w- watched a talk that she gave. where um, She was just talking about how you have to try everything. You have to try every single thing you can do. If you love something mm-hmm. and you know that you have to do it in your life, You have to try everything. And I had tried everything that I could do in New York and I had not done poorly. I'd done quite well. I'd done a lot of television for New York. I'd done film, I'd done quite a bit of theater. I had a developmental contract with CBS, which fell through because the writer's strike was on. Um, But you know, I I, I have a nonprofit theater company in New York, so I tried to do it myself. It's really difficult. And um, I was gonna give up and and get an office job or something. And I watched that and Mm. Between that and a couple of years before, I saw Maria Bello give a talk after um, watching The Cooler. She came in and she was giving a talk and she said, if you are a trained actor and you are disciplined and you have any talent whatsoever, move to LA. You will work. And um, yeah, so between the two of them, I moved to LA and then I got to work with both of them. Believe it or not. Oh, That's amazing. In- both of them. I worked with Maria Bello first and I waited till the last day. I said to her, You know, I moved here because I heard you talking about Barbara. And she's like, I don't even remember that, but that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Can I swear on this show? Yeah, it's, Okay. It's internet. <laughs> and, um, and she was, and I, and I was like, Well, I'm just, it was so nice to work with you. And she's amazing. She's mm-hmm. a brilliant, very, very talented woman, very smart and very, um, she makes very interesting choices. I loved working with her. And she just looked up at me and I, and, and she grabbed my face. And she goes, you're a fucking movie star. You're going to be just fine. You're going to work a lot. That was her goodbye to me. Wow. I was like, OK. Um, yeah, I worked with her on Prime Suspect. And then um, Bethany Frankel was on The Neighbors. And when Simon, who played my husband, told me she was going to be on The Neighbors, yeah. I cried. Wow. I cried. Did you? And then um, did you talk to her and tell her like, how inspirational she was? I did. What'd you say? <laughs> she say? She was doing the show at that time. She's like, if you're ever, you know, back East, like, you should come on the show, we should, you know, and I was like, <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I, I was having a really hard time talking to her because I just, I, re- I, I just love her so much. Right. I think she's, I just think she's wonderful. She's so yeah. hardworking, she's so honest. She's exactly who she is. She doesn't claim to be anybody else. And she's on cover of Forbes magazine, for God's sake, she's amazing. <laughs>
1: right, I love her. And her, just her sarcasm and her like she's dry wit. very like, clever,
3: yes. she's always, yeah in real life she literally she literally is always it it. never shuts off (laughs) she's brilliant love
2: Love her so outside of your acting career what is one thing that you want to accomplish that you haven't done yet
3: outside my acting career yeah Mm -hmm. outside of your acting career oh god um nothing super interesting i would love to have kids i would love to go to australia
1: no, that's big though. Wow. I mean, I,
3: my work has been everything, like oh. most of my life. Um, I'm just happy to be married, honestly. I never <laughs> thought that was gonna happen. So, yeah, I, I don't know. How do you make that work? How do you
1: balance, because you are so busy working, how do you balance home life and work life?
3: Um, I have a husband who's incredibly supportive. That's it. That's awesome. He understands that what I do takes a lot of time and a lot of energy. He's very understanding of it and forgiving uh, because he knows how important it is to mm-hmm. me, and he doesn't um, compete with that. Right, right. You know, he's very comfortable with it. He helps me in any way he can, and um, when I have free time, I try to be as present as I can. Yeah, and so that's it. You know, we just do our best, and we're we, we're we're very understanding of that for each other.
1: And you guys got married earlier this year. Yeah, in May. So what? So the first year, what has been like the biggest revelation when it comes to marriage for you? <clears throat>
3: Don't tell them they're wrong. Let them mess up and then tell them that they shouldn't have done it.
1: <laughs> Spoken like a true That's
3: some wife.
2: Good advice. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay. I'll keep that in mind for we when you're like, I'm I was going to say something, but if I had said something, I would gone mad. But I was (laughs) right, you see. So maybe don't do it again. Right, right, right. So what piece of advice would you
1: have for somebody who wants to be an actor and they're at their lowest point where they're just ready to give up? Oh,
3: God. Well, first of all, I'm going to say, I hate to say this, but that is always going to be a fact of life if you're going to be an artist you are always gonna have those times where you're not working and it sucks. I don't care who you are, I don't care how famous you are, I don't care how successful you are, it's gonna happen. And the second you think everything is great, the show's gonna get canceled, you're gonna get injured, something's gonna happen and you're not, you know, so you have to first of all find a way in those times to cope, find people who love you, find people who support you, find a hobby you love, find a restaurant you enjoy, find something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And um, the second thing I would say is w- work your hardest you can never stop you can never relax on that right you can relax but you can't relax on that you always have to do your best you always have to be your best you always have to be ready never relax in that yeah. in that fashion you have to be fit you have to you know make sure your mind is present you have to do your best to make sure that you're relaxed do everything mm-hmm. you can to eliminate anxiety and stress. Get rid of the people in your life who are negative and who are energy suckers. I don't care if you're related to them. I don't care how much you love them. If they deplete you or they're negative in any way, you need to distance yourself from them, period, end of story. Right. And you need to just work hard and lose your ego. Lose your ego. There's no place for ego if you want to be successful, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Right. And is there... Is there one type of role that you haven't done that you would just be so happy if you got?
3: Gosh, I think honestly between theater and television and film, I've gotten to play everything um, in one way or another. I've, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of stuff. There are specific things that I would love to do. Um, uh, I have always wanted to be Roxy in um, Roxy, Roxy Hart in Chicago. Always wanted to be a Bond girl. Okay. Um, I would love to do some sort of like cute musical film. Um, I would love to do like a funny buddy cop show or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny actually. Um, do you watch iZombie anyone? I love I, iZombie. I've seen it, yeah. Rose McIver. Well, who's Malcolm on Goodwin, who's been on this show before, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Rose McIver is, I think she's, brilliant she is she's her choices are so good and anyone who thinks that what she's doing on that show is easy is an idiot she makes it look so easy she's so good so i tweeted her the other day well i didn't tweet her but i her name was and i said you're amazing you know and then she was like i watched you in the neighbors and we had like a very small (laughs) moment of mutual appreciation and um my husband and i were like yeah i think buddy cop show right there right. that would be something show. now I'm thinking about it I'm like I could see this she's I could the rookie this. and I'm 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 the old fart let's do, this. <laughs> let's do this someone make it happen are you gonna
1: do some <laughs> comedy some more comedy stuff in the future is that like where you live I hope so I love comedy mm-hmm. that's the
3: thing I like about Castle is that it's got a lot of comedy in it mm-hmm. so it's like kind of the best of all worlds mm-hmm. um but yeah I love doing comedy good not, the, not just any comedy, because a lot of it is not so good these days, but um, in my humble opinion. But um, yeah, I would love to do something really good and funny with really talented people. I, That's my favorite thing is, you know, I'm not a very competitive person. I like to collaborate. So I like to be around people who know more than I do and are better than I am and right. I can learn from and kind of like watch and like yeah. enjoy. And I get a kick out of that. Okay. That's fun for me.
2: So I was wondering, how did your experience in theater prepare you for some of your roles in um, television?
3: Boy, um, maybe prep work for the character, Mm -hmm. um, because for theater, um, and I don't know if it's the same for everyone, maybe I'm assuming, but you know, you start with your script, you break it down, you find your character through that, you visit the wardrobe people, see what they have in store for you, you start wearing that kind of stuff to rehearsal and it informs how you move, Um, so, just taking bits of the script and you know bits of wardrobe and things like that and creating the movement and voice and personality of the character I would think and I mean <laughs> making it sound a lot deeper than it is it's not like I spend hours and hours on it but yeah like that probably in that way because it's very different mm-hmm. in many many ways it did not prepare me because you have so much rehearsal. Mm -hmm. You do not have any rehearsal for television at all. You know, you've got like five minutes and um, that's still difficult for me. I I still have a hard time with that.
1: What is the worst audition that you had? Like what happened and how did you learn from it?
3: Worst audition I ever had. The worst audition I ever had was probably a commercial audition that I had, like when I was just starting. (laughs) I didn't ever really wear makeup. Um, I was a real theater girl. I wore makeup if I was going out, but I didn't wear makeup daily or two auditions, believe it or not. And I showed up um, to this audition once and um, the only note they had was, she has to dress the part, she must wear makeup. So the next time I went in for an audition, it was a commercial audition for deodorant, I believe. And I had some Mary Kay makeup that I put on. I had a black bathroom at the time, which was dimly lit. (laughs) And um, I put on this makeup, I go to the audition I had to pretend I was wearing headphones and rap.
0: And I don't listen
3: to rap, so I (laughs) had nothing. So I was just like, rapping like the Slim Shady chorus over and over again, because it was like all I had. And um, it was mortifyingly embarrassing. I totally humiliated myself. I was like, thank you for your time. I left, I went to the bathroom, I looked in the mirror and my face was pink.
1: Oh wow. Because the
3: makeup was so old it had gone bad. (laughs) I didn't realize it. <laughs> so what did you learn from that? Look in the mirror. <laughs> Look in the mirror before you leave the house. Yeah. This is very important. Is hilarious. Yeah. And maybe learn a rap song.
1: <laughs> Just one. Just the one. Just one. Pick yeah. one. All right, so where can we find you on social media before we get out of here? Um,
3: on uh, Insta- uh, Instagram, I'm Tolly K because I used to sell Mary Kay in college. Okay. Um, <laughs> T-O-L-Y-K-A-Y, yes, I did. And on Twitter, I'm Toks Ola T-O-K-S-O-L-A-G-U-N-D-O-Y-E.
1: And what do you want people to know before you get out of here? What do you want them to know about
3: you? About me? Yes. Oh, God, there's so much. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think... Okay, I come off very stoic and serious, and I guess I would like people to know that the one thing that I really want in this world is for everyone to just kind of chill a little bit Mm -hmm. and be nicer to one another. Because that's why I'm stoic. A lot of people were not nice to me when I was a kid. So just everyone understand that if there was one thing I could ask you to do, it would be to give someone a break today. Just give them a break. Just relax and give them a break. That's so. I love that. <laughs> right? It's like, that's exactly. Because you more can of make that. someone else's day really bad right. if you don't give them a break. Just give them a break, make the day a little better absolutely
1: and for those of you who want to make your day better you can always watch football and you can also go to DraftKings.com because DraftKings is a place you want to go they will have a new millionaire every single week and we have a promo code you just use the word black okay go on DraftKings.com use the word black if you love football it's going to change your life so hurry to Kings uh, DraftKings.com right now and use our promo code black to play free for a shot at one million dollars in this week's millionaire maker event again That's black. That's the code for free entry now at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. And before (laughs) we get out of here, who are you, sir?
2: I am Justin Hart.
1: And where can we find you?
2: We can find me on Twitter at It's Me, J. Hart.
1: And you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter, and everywhere else, at MegScoop. All of these things. And make sure you check out the beautiful Miss Chokes every Monday on ABC's Castle 109 Central. Until next week, guys, we will see you.